Hi! Welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything alright at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, just go ahead. Let's just both pop a big mouthful no, but of, I already of dry ate. scone mm-hmm. right before we do a speaking audio platform. Mm-hmm. And have a sip of our ice. <laughs> You know that girl on TikTok that everyone stitches? Mm-hmm. Where she where she's in the car and she's got her eyes closed and she's like, name a sound better than this. <laughs> and then <laughs> our, the only one I could remember is is one where the girl just like dead-eyed the camera and then turned on her vibrator off screen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, You're so right for that queen. You are so right. You're so right for that. Oh my god. Yeah, that is that is a better sound. It's good. I mean, you're not wrong. It's ice a good, coffee's a good sound. I'm 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 partial to iced coffee sound. You know what else is good? In the Nancy Drew video game. <laughs> In the Nancy Drew video games, you have a notebook, and when you write things down on the notebook, there's a really really good. Oh, it's a nice scritchy like sound. Like a nice really good scritchy sound. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. I think, but it's specifically the notebook scratch sound from the Nancy Drew point and click video. Games. I feel like my sisters and I played the uh, I Spy computer game, mm. and there was a similar sound effect mm-hmm. for because uh, it was you know I Spy. I don't know if <laughs> millennials. I'm about to give you a throwback. Mm-hmm. The books that were yes. like find these objects yeah. in this cluster mayhem of a room, right? Well, there was a computer game, and yeah, that's that's all I remember. What other computer? I you know what? I'm I'm suddenly like taking a journey back of a Barbie horse riding game. Oh yeah, I remember the. I thought you were going to talk about the Barbie detective game in yes. the carnival. Yes, the Barbie detective game, um, the Barbie horse riding game was a really big one in our house. Yep. I remember the horse riding game. And I played a lot of the <clears throat> Disney Channel computer games. Did you play those? Like on the Disney Channel, like, dot com? Yeah. The sa- I was uh, into the sandwich stacker. The yes. Lilo and Stitch. Yes. <laughs> yes, the, <sandwich> <laughs> the Lilo and Stitch The Lilo stacker. and Stitch guy. Those the sandwich so stacker. Those were so good. Um, welcome back, everyone, to our show, a podcast of Smart and Dragons. Smart and Dragons. This is how we do it. This is our theme song. This it's totally is, not licensed. Yeah. Um, nobody's nobody's written that song. We made it up. <laughs> we totally made that song up. But yeah, welcome back to a podcast of Sweat and Dragons, where the rules are made up and the points don't. <laughs> Another- Thank you, Drew Carey, for being here with us today. Another- unlicensed opener that definitely no one has ever done <laughs> no um 
Welcome to our podcast. Who's going to go first? Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Yay! Oh, good for you. I am going I resisted to... the pull of the scissor. The pull of the scissor. <laughs> Eyebrows. <laughs> okay, so my book. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. My book. Mm-hmm. What is my book? What is your book? I don't Where know. Where is you my tell book? Me. Oh. Ooh. Who is your book? I just opened to the spice scene. Clearly I had that um, open from a previous... <laughs> 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 from one of my previous moments alone. <laughs> um, my book is... A Forbidden Fate by Caven Herning, oh, a.k.a. Caven Books yes. from TikTok. Shout out to Caven. Yes. Um, I um, I believe everyone is aware, that is on BookTok is aware of who Caven Books is. She started off by doing the kind of like TikToks about Akatar, which we all thought were hilarious and slowly but surely she used her platform to write a book and this book is so good okay i'm ready it's so good okay so here i am i'm thinking like this is her first book so i'm over here thinking i'm like she's a tiktok person she's like cool and funny like i'm sure it'll be like a fun little read right it's so good. Like, I don't know how else to say it. So one of the funny things that I felt like she kept doing, she's marketing, she marketed, markets <clears throat> this so humbly where she's like, just buy my book. I've got nothing else to add here. It's a good book. <laughs> she's like, I, th- I liked it. I, I liked writing it. Yeah. I hope you like reading it anyway. Um, but she's like, one of the things that I love that she says, is she's like, is it full of lyrical prose? No. <laughs> Is it funny? Yes. <laughs> and the thing is, no, it is not full of lyrical prose, but not every book is. No. And but they don't I, have to be. No, they don't have to be. Super don't have to if, be. If honestly, honestly, it's really fine if it's not, because sometimes it's I really, really don't fine. need that. <laughs> I, uh, it, it, not everything can be Cersei. Not everything can be not Cersei. Everything, not every book I read can be a dowry of, for blood. Sometimes I need a book that is going to help my dumb brain get back into a rhythm. Yeah, sometimes it just, sometimes I just need werewolf smut. <laughs> sometimes you just need werewolf smut and there's nothing and wrong with that. And sometimes you need something a little bit in between. Yeah. Yeah. Now this book I would say is, so people, um, I actually looked up one star reviews to try and see and there are no like reviews of the book, at least on Amazon. Maybe. Right. Maybe on a different platform, but some people did give it one stars, which I was like, boo. But anyway, boo. <laughs> boo. Um, but I will say the people that wrote reviews that loved it, mm-hmm. they compared it to, I feel like a lot of people compare fantasy series to Akatar, which yeah. I think is fair. It's, yeah, it's like everyone's benchmark for like, like yeah, yeah. for a fantasy romance. Yeah, specifically. Um, but a lot of people compared it to Princess Bride, <gasps> which I didn't think about it until they said it, and I was like, holy shit! Oh! It is such a good like Princess Bride kind of energy yeah. book. It has humor like no other book that I've read. 
It is so funny, so irreverent and charming and just like, and I can feel Kaven's personality that we love, which is why she's on TikTok, why she has such a following. I can feel that in this right. book. That's awesome. So I'll give you the premise. Yeah. Um, the main character is Adalia. She is um, a princess of this kingdom that I can't remember the name of. Sure. Um, it's not important. <laughs> remember the names of these kingdoms i'm so sorry it'll be important when you read it but it will be important when you read it um but i forgot it because it's been a minute that's fair but um Isalia is a the only daughter of the king and queen and uh their kingdom is kind of like this icy mountainous kind of kingdom right and of the world building involved there's only three kingdoms mentioned I'm sure there's more landscape, but Caven only mentions three kingdoms that are kind of like in a triangular formation. Um, There is her kingdom. There is, uh, I should really know the names of these now that I think about it. (laughs) Um, You're going to look it up real quick? Yeah, I'm going to look it up real quick. Can I help? Three hours later. Well, nope, I don't know. Um, okay, well, either way, there's three kingdoms. Idalia's kingdom. It's like this icy mountainous one. And then <clears throat> there is a, uh, her rival kingdom mm-hmm. uh, is led by a separate court. And then there's basically another kingdom that is kind of neutral. Right. Um, and then the uh, prince and princes, the kind of sons and daughters of the rulers there, they're all around the same age. Conveniently. Conveniently. So Idalia, it starts off with her getting a summons from the neutral kingdom mm-hmm. saying that the prince there is now king and he wants to he's offering his hand in marriage oh so she's like oh my god we can save my kingdom because they've been at war with the other guys the other war kingdom war kingdom the other enemy kingdom right um and her dad is like this is your chance avenge your mother's death wow yeah we just went there immediately all of these things and she's like great i can marry him um i know him we knew each other as kids he's sweet this will be fine. He's fine. Yeah. This will be great. So she gets into her carriage with her people and they're going down the road and then they get hit by thieves. Now we switch perspectives and we have brazen <laughs> hair tuck. Hair tuck. Um, brazen is the leader of the this thieves guild. Oh my God. Is he brazen? <laughs> he is brazen. Um... And he's the leader of the Thieves Guild, and he's got... The Thieves Guild, first of all, perfect. We've got a big, strong, dumb guy. Uh. That, that, that is just perfect. We've got a little, snarky, like, kind of rogue guy. We've got a woman that is, like, she's, like, tougher than all of them and hates... Period. Like, be, <laughs> and hates all of them, but, like, puts up with it. Period. Like, it's so great. So Brazen sees the carriage. Uh, The king of, he's a part of the enemy kingdom. The king has hired his thieves guild to basically attack and kidnap the princess 
of the enemy kingdom. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, what we find out is that this thieves guild is very famous for doing these things. They're kind of a highwayman type situation and they get into little shenanigans. Brazen is also the prince. And <laughs> yeah, he's also the prince. And um, but he but his, the king doesn't know that. So like the whole time they're bringing in this thieves guild, he's in the court like, oh, yeah, let's talk to these people and see what they're about. So anyway, Adelia's carriage is attacked mm-hmm. and they blah, 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 get into some shenanigans. Um, she is captured and she is actually a wicked good fighter. Ooh. Um, Cuz her father her. trained her right, and all to of avenge her mother. Yeah. <laughs> to avenge her mother. No, I'm not even kidding. I know. Um and then she finally comes face to face with the with her kidnapper, which is Brazen, and he goes, "Hello. Yes, it is I, your uh the one that you were gonna marry." And you're like, "What?" So then it, it is goes, I, your betrothed. It is I, your previously betrothed. <laughs> and then you find out, um, and, and he's like, but don't worry, I won't touch you. I don't have a death wish. They can't touch. Okay. So then we go back like eight years prior. Mm. And you find out what happened. Basically, mm. Adalia and Brazen were, they are the heirs of these enemy kingdoms that hate mm-hmm. each other they come together because the kings decide we are going to end this war between our two kingdoms we are done with trying to with violence and right. all of these things we're gonna marry our children <clears throat> and so adalia and brazen meet along with the prince and princess of the neutral kingdom right they're all kids at this point like 12 and 13 <clears throat> and all of that um and they're all like sneaking around while the adults are sleeping and having little cute little shenanigans. And Adalia and Brazen like actually have a connection and they really like like each other. Mm-hmm. And they almost kiss at one point and like oh, they feel this cute. connection. They're like, wait, we can actually save our kingdoms and we can love each other. Like this is too good to be true. And so there is a point where. There's the grand ceremony to, like, announce, and there's that ceremony of, like, we are going to get married, but we're not getting married. Right. Kind of thing, because they're still kind of kids. We're children. And they have this whole ceremony. And then the queen, Adalia's mother, drops down dead. And what the fuck? So What's up with that? What's up with that? (laughs) Ooh-wee, what's up with that? Um, So... So then the two kings are like, what the hell, man? Why did you kill my wife? And the other king's like, I didn't kill your wife. Did you just kill your wife and then try to blame me? And then they start getting into it and they're like, oh my God, you are a mess. It's a mess. (laughs) And you're like, are you kidding me? And then they get so, they argue so hard that they start getting up and saying like, on the name of this god, I'm going to curse you and your kingdom, blah, 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 blah. And they start saying shit like that. And then, whoo, like, the room darkens and this goddess walks in. <gasps> and she's like, you're going to start using my name to curse people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
mommy? <laughs> and the whole time, like, Adalia and Brazen are, like, holding on to each other. Like, oh, my God, no, we can't let this happen. Like, we actually like each other. Like, maybe even love each other. All this stuff. And she goes, fine. You're going to do this shit? Um, I curse your children. Why they- I bring the kids in? <laughs> Why did I bring the kids into this? She says, I curse your children that faded that were fated to love each other i they will never touch if they do not only will they die but all their whole kingdoms will perish so not only can they not touch each other because they will die their whole kingdom will die with them this is fucked up it's so (laughs) fucked up up. but hey they're enemies so like why would they but like (laughs) So then, like, as they grew up, like, they're fed, they're fed this narrative, like, they're enemies, they're enemies, he's an enemy, she's an enemy, all of this stuff. So fast forward to the present. Anyway, so fast forward to the present, Adalia's kidnapped, and Brazen is like, don't worry, I won't touch you, um, but I am taking you to my father, because he hired us to do that. So the problem is, they are in the Florian Wood. Which uh-huh. is kind of this group, this huge group of woods outside of his kingdom and the neutral kingdom, because she's like on her way right. to the neutral kingdom. And these woods are weird. They have illusions. They have deadly mist that dissolves people. There's all kinds of weird shit happening right. in these woods, and they are not like actually like. Mm-hmm. savvy enough to navigate it so right. then they like because at one point this whole deadly mist comes and starts dissolving people and they have to run and he loses like half of his crew and she ends up like having to go with them through a series of events there's one point where plants start like trapping and entangling people and meanwhile adalia starts to discover through this journey she starts to discover that she has this, it's not like an inner voice, but more a sensation that is driving her to do things. Mm. So like, it's a burning sensation mm-hmm. that she feels. And like, there's a point where one of her uh, brazen spidey sense. It's not even a spidey sense. It's like. I'm going, so this person, yeah, one of Brazen's, like, buddies is getting tangled up in these vines. I'm totally leaving him for dead so I can escape. She turns, and she feels this, like, burning sensation in her hands. Right. And she's like, well, shit, because she turns back around and it goes away. Right. There's something driving her, and she doesn't understand what it is. Mm -hmm. And it gets stronger and stronger as the book continues, so Mm -hmm. we don't know what that's about. So... Okay. With that in mind, this is a slow burn for yeah ob- for obvious yeah. reasons. It sounds like a painful slow burn. It is a painful slow burn, and it gets to the point where I am begging. I'm on my knees. <laughs> I'm on my knees. Please <laughs> let them touch. Please, Caven. <laughs> Please give it one, to me. Just one little kiss. Just let it. Give one little one kiss. Little God, kiss. let their knees touch. Let him brush oh her uh, some hair out of her face. I don't something. Somebody give him a glove. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Um, and, but guess what? We have a spicy scene. 
plastic wrap. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> plastic it. wrap is uh, a thing in this world. The caveman did include. <laughs> oh, they just wrap themselves in cellophane. Um, and then it's totally fine. Easy done. Um, no, it is not that. But it, Fuck. it, they do get creative, and I thought. <laughs> You get creative. They get creative. And I thought like, oh, How creative. <laughs> Listen, I thought it was going to be super hokey. I was like, they can't touch. How how spicy is this really going to be? The caven. Listen, girl. What could you possibly have done? Listen, girl. Oh I don't know God. how she managed it. But she did. But I was sweating. My heart, I have heart palpitations. I was going. <laughs> I was freaking out oh in that God. spice scene. Like it was so good. And I was losing my shit. And I was like, how did she manage to do this? How did she do this? How did she do this to me? That is incredible. It was incredible. Um, so I won't spoil how it happened because that's, um, for you to find out. Yeah, that's fine. I'll figure that out later. Oh my God. And I had it, I literally opened the book and it was open to that scene because I have gone back to it a couple of times because I'm, I'm just so amazed that she managed to create such an interesting scenario. And we've had a lot of interesting scenarios with our spicy scenes over the years. I'm thinking specifically about the horrible mafia romance that Jillian just read. It was so bad. It was so bad. Um, but anyway, uh, so ratings. Uh, I give this a, so this is a three peppers. It's um, only one scene, but. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. Um, And then for stars, I give this a five stars. I don't have any notes. Is Period. this like is this like extremely complicated, uh, like magic wielding? It's not way world of kings. building. No, <laughs> it. But is it? But like, it doesn't need to be. <laughs> it doesn't need to be. Not everything needs to be super complicated. No, but it is so good. This it it's simple as far as world building without it being like super trivial and kind of like okay, well here we are. No, it's fantastic. And I was like, I felt so, <laughs> I felt so proud. I was like, this is her first book and she's out here killing it. You're feeling very parasocial yeah, about it. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah. In the same way, I was happy about Brennan Lee Mulligan and Izzy Rowland getting married. If Those of you fans of Dimension 20 that love those two more than anything in the world, um, Taylor said it best when she said, this is our royal wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is what we came for. Yeah. I'm like, I'm looking at screenshots from Instagram posts. I'm following everyone to Digging. see what videos, what pictures did you post? I want to see who was there, what they did, what they wore, Just everything. digging through the internet <laughs> for any scrap crumb of information. Because I wanted to be there. But I understand. But I wasn't invited for some <laughs> I reason. I wasn't invited and it's fine they wanted to keep it a private affair but i mean we're best friends so i don't know why i didn't get a call um but it's fine it's totally fine anyway i said i was gonna talk about a different book but i changed my mind you changed your mind i changed my mind again oh my Um, god 
you're gonna improvise <laughs> <laughs> i'm off the rails <laughs> Because you're so I'm, organized and clean cut I'm normally. All, I, I, listen, I've always been organized and I've never made a split second decision <laughs> in my life. Never last minute. Um, No, never last minute. I'm going to talk about Bonded by Thorns <gasps> by Elizabeth Helen, which I actually think is two authors. Oh, Um. okay. That go by Elizabeth Helen. Um, But I think it's a, it's a, Two-person team. Oh, okay. Who, this, okay. Elizabeth and Helen? Elizabeth or? Helen is the pen name that they write under. Okay. Um, I believe. <sighs> okay. This book. <laughs> the mental preparation that I just saw pass your face. This book is a Beauty and the Beast Why Choose retelling <gasps> with fae princes. So, Rosalina works in a bookshop in her hometown. She didn't go off to school. Um, She sort of stayed in her hometown trying to support her dad, who's a crazy guy, who's running all over the world looking for fairies because he's convinced that his wife was stolen by fairies and that's why she's gone. Oh my God, okay. And so the whole town's like, this man's insane and this poor girl has been stuck in this town and she just is never going to get out and she really just should marry Lucas, who's our Gaston insert, who's her ex-boyfriend. Lucas. Yeah, who was like, you know, star of high school, like went off to college, graduated top of his class, his family owns. So this is set in like a modern day setting? Yes, it's set. Oh, okay, okay. She's from like a modern day like okay little town called i believe it's called like orca cove or something like that (laughs) (laughs) but it's very much that like i i of the beauty and the beast retellings Mm -hmm. that i have read personally this is like several the most um honestly like the most dead on okay (laughs) like as far as like the premise of like the setup okay she gets kind of cornered by Lucas. He comes back to town. You know, he he's like, you're going to meet me at the lodge. His family owns like the lodge of the town. That's their business. Um, He invites her there. He's mm-hmm. like, you'll be there tomorrow at seven. She's thinking, you know, this is a dinner. Um, They've been broken up for years. He broke up with her before he went off to college. Um, But His every wife. time he comes home, they kind of fuck. Okay, and because it's just like a like almost like a complacency thing at this point yeah yeah this is like what we what we do yeah um and he invites to the lodge she goes there it's not a dinner it's a whole ass party that's being thrown she walks into this lodge that's full of like all of these townspeople who talk shit about her behind her back and who like she basically avoids she's odd because she's odd (laughs) and she's like supporting her dad who like is really putting her shit through the ringer and not actually supporting his daughter in anything that she wants Can to do. Can we talk about his, that for a second? It's really fucked up, The honestly. dad in Beauty and the Beast is such a mess and is not like... And like this is like this dad, since she was like a child, basically, like since she was at least like an early teen, has been leaving and going on these like long excursions with like no definite return Oh my God. Date. Um... And yeah, and Let's, she likes yeah. with all with any of her extra money as a fourteen year old, she's like saving it to support his excursions. Oh God! Um, 
to try to find the fairies <laughs> that stole his wife. And so he has this whole thing. He's like, uh, Lucas at the party, he's like, I have good news and bad news. Who wants to hear the good news first or the bad news first? And everyone's like cheering for him because everyone loves Lucas. And he's like, I'll give you the good news first. I'm here to take over the lodge for my parents. And everyone's like, yay. And here's the bad news. I'm off the market, ladies. And then drops down to one knee and proposes to, to Rosalina out of nowhere. Ew. In the middle of this lodge. Like, and they weren't even, like, dating. And she, but, but meanwhile, like, people have been telling her for years, like, you should just marry Lucas and blah, 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 blah. Uh. And, like, she really doesn't have anything else going for her. She, she really doesn't know how to react. And then someone pff, barges into the lodge. And they're like, Rosalina. I found this in the woods. It's a piece of your dad's jacket with like blood on it. Oh my God. And she's like, oh my God. And her, and she runs off into the woods after this guy and Lucas runs after her. They eventually find the spot where he found the torn fabric and the guy leaves. And she, like it was attached like this old like brambly rose bush. And she's like, what is going on here? She's like, I feel like he might have gone through here. And she like kind of almost like crawls through this old brambly rose bush and comes out in like a different looking location. Oh. And Lucas comes out behind her. And then suddenly they are surrounded by creatures. They're goblins. Ooh. They're surrounded by goblins and like they're hounds. And the goblins are described as having like jagged teeth and like almost rotting flesh. Ugh. And like they're really gross and like really evil sounding. And they're like, oh, like they're talking shit. And she's like, ah, what's going on? Um, She like runs off. They get attacked by the goblins. Um, Lucas has like his shotgun he like shoots off at him and then and then they get separated and he gets back toward the rose bush and she starts like falling off of like a hillside and she's like holding on and she's like Lucas and he ditches her oh goes my back. god she falls <clears throat> um and then like something she hears like some voice or something and it helps her to in some manner and she, when she regains consciousness, she's like, she gets up and she's not too far from this big castle manor that's like built into this giant tree. Mm. It's like a castle that's built off of like this crazy giant tree and it's like part of it. Ooh, I like that. And <laughs> um, she goes up into the castle and she's like, hello, and no one's there. And she makes her way, she eventually finds her way to the dungeon. So, Pause. Chapter before this was another character's POV, who we haven't met yet, his name, whose name is Keldarian. I love that. And it this is essentially the most sort of beast insert character. Okay. Um, there are four <clears throat> fey princes, but this one's like sort of the most directly okay. the beast. Okay. Personality wise. Yeah. Um and he sort of comes out and he hears this man like in the castle like sort of yelling about how he needs help and how he's been looking for this place and like how he's looking for his wife and like no one's answering him and Keldarian's like oh, I'm the I'm the only one here and this the other prince he would hate it if I killed it I would just kill this guy but they would hate it if I killed this guy so I'll just go get rid of him and he goes down and he sees the old man Bell's well, not Bell Rosalina's dad 
um, walking Maurice. up to Maurice, <laughs> walking up to, I think his name is George, actually. Okay. Um, walking up to, there's a bunch of like brambles, like growing into the castle and like breaking it. Mm-hmm. And like, he walks up to one of the brambles that has like one living red rose on it and rosalina's thing he always asks her what he wants what she wants him to bring back from her tra- his travels and she always tells him a rose because it's cheap and readily accessible and he mm-hmm. can just get one and he's not going to waste his money on anything else for her so he picks the rose oh. off of the bramble oh, and in no. Keldarian's mind he's like this fucking guy <gasps> just stole the last living thing in this fucking castle Ooh, yeah i mean i'd be mad too <laughs> and he's like I was going to get rid of you, but you're, I'm not going to kill you because they'd be mad at me if I killed you, but I am going to put you in the dungeon and you're my prisoner period forever. And he takes him and he throws him in the dungeon. Cut back to Rosalina. She finds her way to the dungeon. At first she doesn't find her dad. She finds some other, you know, younger man, um, locked up in the dungeon and it's like approaching twilight and, um, she's like, Hey, like what's going on? Like, have you seen an older man? And the guy's like, who are you? What are you doing here? And she's like, she's like, I will come back for you. I will come back to get you out. But like, I need to know if my dad is here. I'm trying to find him. And he's like, you need to leave. You need to leave like immediately. Like you need to run. And she's like, I'll come back for you in a bit, but I have to find my dad. And she runs off. She runs down. She finds her dad. And he's like, they're monsters, Rosalina. They're monsters. And then she feels a presence behind her back. And she's like, what's happening she turns around and she sees him it's like bright blue eyes and his white hair and and he's like your dad stole from me and now he's my prisoner forever and she's like i have sacrificed so much for my dad what's one more thing oh my god and then she's like i will take his place and keldarian's like (laughs) Processing. Thinks it like processing, like buffering, like thinking about it. He's like, you understand that if you stay here, you'll be my prisoner. And she's like, yeah. This part and he's like, always, all right. This part devastates me every time. Every time I'm like, Bell. He's like, all right. He opens the cell door. He pulls George out and he throws her in and locks her, locks it behind her. Oh my God. And, um, and he's like, I'll make sure your dad gets back safety, safely, but you belong to the castle now. Eventually that night, she's like, figured, trying to figure out, like, I have to escape. Like, I have to, like, I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to figure out how to, how to leave. And, um, she's like fucking around with the one little window in the cell. And then like, all of a sudden it widens. Yeah. And like the brambles outside form like a ladder that help her like climb down. And then she falls and then she meets like this other guy in like a massive suit of armor and he thinks she's an intruder. And this is another prince. <gasps> and then he brings her in and she's like, and he's like, if you're going to have a prisoner, which is really weird of you, Keldarian, that's not something you would normally do. <laughs> oh. Um. So I don't know why you're keeping her as a prisoner anyway. It's weird of you. But if you, ins- <laughs> if you insist... She's at least going to be in a room and not in a fucking cell like an animal, you fucking <laughs> barbarian weirdo. And Keldarian's like, you shouldn't speak to me like that. No. You shouldn't speak to me like that. But also you're the only one who can and I, and I won't murder you literally. And so that's the second prince. And then... Um, 
yeah, slowly she sort of, sort of meets all these different four princes. Okay. And she finds out, I'm trying to figure out how much to give away. Yeah. And like where to stop. Yeah. <laughs> because it takes a minute for her to get through all four of them in like the meeting stage. And I don't know how much to give away. Yeah. Um, but I feel like for the premise I need to give away at least this much. So she's now in a bedroom. She's got like the servants like taking care of her and they're like, oh my gosh, we haven't had a guest in forever in like 25 years. It's so weird. And she's like, why is that? And they're like, I don't know. And I don't know. We're not going to talk about it. And then and then it's night and they're like, but you got to stay in your room after dark. And she's like, oh shit. And she's like, okay. And they're like, seriously, do not. You cannot leave your room after dark. And she's like, okay. I'm gonna leave my room. And then they leave her. (laughs) And then um, she is like, I'm gonna go make sure that that guy in the dungeon is okay and like get him out because he was like stuck there. Mm -hmm. So she tries to open the door to her bedroom. It's locked. Okay. And she's like, fuck. I mean, yeah. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) the brambles like by her bed start to grow again. They grow like a long like a long thorn that's like a that's like a lock pick <gasps> and she like picks it off and she's like all this she's they're helping yeah they, and they helped her again and um she's like that's weird but i am really good at lock picking because my dad always used to change the locks and i was little and not and forget to give me keys so i'd have to pick my way in this fucking guy <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy <laughs> literally rosalina just accepted so much abuse in her past from both lucas and her father like and just like didn't even think twice about it no um and yeah so she picks a lock open she leaves it's like twilight she like walks through the castle she goes back to the dungeon the guy is laying there seemingly asleep but first she's like oh my god is he dead the 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 guy in the dungeon okay yes he's he's still laying there um and she's like he's wearing like this big collar that's like way too big for him like he could just take it off over his head i don't understand why he doesn't Mm. and um she picks the lock open she goes in there and she's like hey wake up like i'm getting you out and he's like no and then he looks outside at like the last little bit of light going down over the sunset and he's like you need to run and she's like what do you mean and he's like you need to fucking run and then he starts to transform (gasps) into this giant brown wolf and she like startles back and like accidentally closes it behind her and he like gets his claws in her leg and she's like ow and then she runs and she runs 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 back into the grand hall essentially of the castle okay and um and now she's calling Keldarian's name because that's like one of the only people she knows and yeah. she's like Keldarian, Keldarian. she's like running 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 and then she falls over and like the the brown wolf is like about to get at her and then and then another wolf that's like gray and black like knocks him over out of the way and then a white wolf (gasps) stands over her and like crouches over her and are they all wolves she's like what's going on with the wolves and essentially there is a curse for some reason on the castle that turns everyone in it into a beast oh my god everyone's a beast after sunset until dawn oh and God. all and all four princes turn into wolves. <gasps> I love it. <laughs> and that's the concept. There is a way to break the curse, and it's related to mates. <laughs> I'm kicking my little legs. <laughs> now remember <laughs> that this is a why choose. And 
it seems pretty clear from the beginning that Keldarian knows something. Um, I think that he realized immediately that she was his mate. Uh-huh. But for some reason he resisted and you uh-huh. don't know why. Yeah, you gotta. Um, you, you know sort of like immediately that something to do with accepting the mates and blah, blah, blah is how we break the curse. But he resists her even though he seems to know that she's his. Mm-hmm. But also there's the four other ones and like two of them have an entanglement with each other at some times and then like they all have like this tension with her oh. and like they all build it in like different ways and like one of one of the princes is like really charming and like a real like ladies I'm man I'm biting my iPad and, right now <laughs> and he like he like meets her in the in the in the hot springs oh. and and he's like I wanted to see uh Kel's new pet and he's like and she's like I'm not his pet and he's like <laughs> you can be mine <laughs> but and and he's like real ladies man and then the, there's an, the the one that's the brown wolf is like just like really sweet sort of bookish guy who just like spends his day in the library like sort of trying to research how to break the curse the library but like doesn't but doesn't have good control over his beast that's why they lock him up at night oh my god and um and then the third one who's the spring prince wears a suit of armor all the time it's part of the spring courts like uh, culture is that the the ruler of the spring court wears like this full suit of armor helm the whole thing oh, okay. and doesn't show his face to anyone but his family and his mate doesn't show his face doesn't show his face to anyone but his family or his mate and he's like, wearing like a full full plate <laughs> suit of armor and um and yeah they all have like a very different vibe and personality and like some people like fall for her and like the only thing really holding them back is the fact that Kells tells them don't fucking do it (laughs) nobody fucks with her and they're all like oh my god but she's so hot though (laughs) she's so hot though and I really like her I really 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 want to okay the the tension is so like literally I couldn't put it down I was like up until like two in the morning the first night that I was reading this because I was like I cannot put this down i'm dying like the tension between all four of them is like it's different it's different because with some people it's like it gets closer mm-hmm. and some people it's like i can tell you both really want to and like the dynamic between her and kel is very like enemies to lovers sort of right. thing like i'm so pissed at you and i don't like you and you're mean to me right but, but there's something about you. cute though and, but you're like super cute though and um why do i feel this way and so, meanwhile she's like i want to leave yeah so if i help you guys break the curse i can leave and they're like yeah and kel's like agrees to it agrees to the bargain like full bargain bargain tattoo and everything um and that like if she can break the curse she can leave but he's like she's never gonna break the curse because i will never allow it to be broken why that's the question why Hmm. what is the reason (laughs) what is the reason what is the reason what is the reason i would like to know this does end in a cliffhanger (gasps) no that's so mean this does end in a cliffhanger and the next book does not come out till June. And I looked at the description of that book. That book also ends at a cliffhanger. <laughs> no. Which means there's going to be at least a third one. Um, and That's so lovely, though. It's so good. 
It's so good. There is spice, but it's it's painful <laughs> because it does it's incomplete. <laughs> slow burn. It's incomplete. It's slow burn spice. Yeah, it it only it, there's you see spice that doesn't involve her. Uh-huh. Directly, and then you see spice that does involve her, but it gets interrupted. Yeah. Um, and the what's there is hot. <laughs> what's there is very hot. And I'm and the tension. Oh, the tension. <laughs> I I'm literally like like in bed next to Andrew, just like kicking my legs, being and like ah! like unable to do anything with like the the pent up energy that I have in my own body. Slow burns are <laughs> agonizing, and I want more. I I <laughs> want slow you burn to... between four of four them. Four of them. I'm in physical pain. <laughs> I am in physical pain. Oh my god. Um, but I also well, I want you to. I want to beg for it by the end of it <laughs> that is that is one thing that the the summer prince which is like the 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 the, sass, the, the flirty flirt the flirty one um says to her in the sauna when they in the sauna in the in the hot spring when mm-hmm. they first meet and she's she says like uh, i don't even know what she says she says something something like something normal conversation he goes do i have it saved here i don't know if i do but he says i don't know rosalina are you good at begging <gasps> chair i'm like oh my god <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know if she's gonna begging but i am <laughs> <laughs> she's also like really bookish and she's from modern day times obviously modern day times not everything is um available in the in the fae realm um however she makes a lot of like references mm-hmm. to to Stuff that I've read, stuff that I haven't read. She mentions like the Dune mantra playing in her head and oh my like God. and shit like that. <sighs> they, this is a cute one. Eventually, part of their deal is like that they have dinner with each other every night, and after like you know a couple months of them eating dinner every night together, um, you know she notices things about them, and she might not be on great terms with all of them at this point but she's like um she's like as ter- as terrifying as they are i'm learning their little quirks like how dayton and farron have heated arguments and on which realm has the best food or how i always catch ezrin pocketing muffins under the table i assume he eats them alone but it's like he doesn't want anyone to know that he likes the chocolate ones the best and every once in a while i catch Keldarian smirking at something one of the others has done it's always gone in an instant but that one glimpse makes all my insides feel lit up like a christmas tree Ugh. oh my god the thing about the chocolate muffins gets me i'm it's like so oh! cute <laughs> that's it's just there's a lot of just like cute shit in there and like the things that people say i'm like screaming crying and throwing up and i just want you motherfuckers to just fucking kiss about it <laughs> and just give me I a little want kiss you guys to kiss about it and i can't have it and, and let me tell you the cliffhanger i'm not gonna tell you what it is but i will tell you that it hurt my feelings <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what happened, but I will tell you I was very sad. 
I'm very upset. I remember you were texting me in all caps for a very long minute. I, I... How how are you supposed to be normal? June. How am I how am I supposed to be normal when there's four of them that I'm all in now, love with for different reasons? Now are they like the summer the the season so, courts? Yes, they're all summer. Se- uh, mm-hmm. okay. Keldarian is winter. Dayton White is Dayton eyes, is yeah. summer. Ezrin is spring, and Farron is fall. I know. I know. <laughs> I can't even read that one to you because it's a spoiler, but it, it it makes me feel things. Sorry, I'm looking through my highlights. Yeah. Um, and I can't even read the rest to you. It's okay. I can't even read the rest of them to you because none of the no, none of the things I highlighted were sexy. Wow. You didn't highlight the sex stuff? I didn't highlight the sex stuff. <laughs> I highlighted the stuff that made me want to die. <laughs> um wow, that's a that's a first. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> no notes. Five stars, no notes. I'm in physical I, I, how am I supposed to exist until June? Until June. June. And, until June. And the other series that I was going to talk about tonight, also, the next book doesn't come out till June. No. That's so many months from now. That's I want to give context. So- it is currently the beginning of April for us that we're recording this podcast. I know this is out, I believe. I like know, I know it's in May. I know it's three months from now. <laughs> um, but I'm in pain. I'm in pain. I know. Um, but I I'll be right there. I know you on will. June whatever it is to download it. I will be there as well because I'm totally gonna fucking read this. I <laughs> can not even. Five stars. Three For peppers. Spice. Yeah. Three peppers. Um physical pain and agony, five. Pining, like five pine trees. <laughs> I'm pining. I am the piniest of pine trees. I, I, and. Why do I even, I don't even know what to do with myself after, after reading that. I was just, that's I literally finished it yesterday and I was like, I have to talk about this immediately. I know. That's when you know it's good when you're like, I don't know where to go from here. No. I. How am I supposed to be normal? I don't know how to be normal. I don't know how to be normal. I don't know how to wait three months. Um, I. What do I just read another book? Am I supposed to read another book with all these unanswered questions? (laughs) All these other men that I don't want. I will probably want them. I will. Like, I don't want them. I'm sorry. Hey, 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 hey. I'm sorry. (laughs) I know. Thank you. I'm here for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll read it and then we'll both be sad. Ow. Owie. And the thing is, like, I don't know how this, like, it's gonna it's most i feel like most of the beauty and the beast stuff happened like the most direct beauty and the beast plot points happened in this book because we had the west wing moment we had you know the wolf attack moment yeah. which which i told you about we have we have all of that happens in the first book so yeah. i feel like 
in the next couple books is when stuff is really going to diverge even more from yeah. from the inspiration hey, material maybe we'll get- which is fine because so far the parts that were mostly like beauty and the beast hurt my feelings <laughs> and, and um i'm sure they will hurt my feelings more but i hey maybe the second or third book will have like uh be- the beast and bell at christmas time hey know? maybe they'll fuck <laughs> and maybe maybe one day they'll fuck and <laughs> And I can be done with this anguish and this pain that I feel in my heart and in my gut. (laughs) (laughs) Don't I know it. Don't I know it. If only we could make that the title of our episode. <laughs> Why not? Just asterisks out the you. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Anyway, five stars. Five stars. Three peppers. <laughs> Maggie. Yeah. Please tell me what your book is in terms of mouthfeel. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um. Okay. A forbidden fate in terms of mouthfeel. <laughs> We're definitely, you're definitely in a misty forest. Yeah. You're camping. You got a fire next to you. It's crackling. Yeah. You're kind of sitting on your bedroll and you hear some spooky stuff going on in the background. But there's also laughter and definitely drinks going around. Mm -hmm. So many drinks. And there's this kind of like dizzying when you get real drunk Mm-hmm. And there's that dizzying uncertainty that you have where you kind of slip between this seems really fun, but this is really fun. But also like I'm starting to get spooked and there's like, that's a weird sound. Mm. But you're also like, but I'm also like, I'm super drunk right now and I'm just having a good time. And you're kind of staring up at the night sky. Uh, yeah, that's what this book is to me. Real drunk, lots of drinks. It's fun. It's also spooky. What are we? We're really drunk and we're just here for a good time. I love that. Yeah. But now, Mm -hmm. bonded by thorns Mm -hmm. in terms of Mm mouthfeel. Give it to me. So you're sitting outside on a set of marble stairs. Mm. Love that. And it's like the winter is rolling in you can kind of smell that winter smell on the air but also like roses mm-hmm. and then suddenly the the flavor of like salt enters your mouth it's your tears it's you, you your realize. tears it's your tears you realize okay and like you feel like someone has been emotionally and physically edging you all day <laughs> and 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 you're just like drinking a tea on these marble steps tears running down your face and into your mouth and you're just like this is my life now can i i'm just on the verge of climax i'm just (laughs) physically in pain because i can't come haven't we though we've Uh, all been there we've all been there oh my god anyway go read those books guys maybe wait until like the beginning of june 
Yeah, um, this was coming out May 11th, I believe. So um, you've got a month before the next book comes out. Oh, yours is a series as well. I meant to ask that question before. Yes, mine is a series as well. I believe she actually uh, showed the cover of the next book. And boy, is it interesting. Did she say how many books it's going to be? Is it a duology? Is it a trilogy? I Do we don't know. know. Um, Are we aware? Do we know? We don't. Um, but I do know that there's another book coming out. I'm assuming it's at least a trilogy. Mm. Um, but I'll let me see if I can find the image of... Because she, she announced the... Um, the next one. The next one. She showed an image of it. Maybe it's on her Instagram. But yeah. Uh, it is, the next one is coming out soon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't follow Kaven on TikTok or Do Instagram, it. she's great. Do Kaven it. Books, K-A-V-E-N, amazing. Yeah. Highly recommend. Love her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh. otherwise, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to me cry. <laughs> thank you so much for me listening to me laugh. To me for laughing. Me, yeah. There thank you, you for listening to me laughing at Jillian crying <laughs> I hope you all have a, a wonderful week and day and um, I hope you aren't edged by your next read have a great night oh yeah <laughs>Thanks for listening to our show. For more content from us, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at a podcast of smut and dragons. If you want to follow either of us individually, you can find me, Maggie, on Instagram and TikTok at T with Margaret and Jillian on Instagram and TikTok at Jillian Keishlin Art. Leave us a comment and say hi, guys. We would love to hear from you and hear about your thoughts on the books we've read. Also, please be lovely and leave us a little sassy review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us we sound nice. That's all for now, babes. See you in two weeks for our next episode. Okay, scram. Love ya.